No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast can take mature content. The few and expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on places that you can find people having sex. Smacking a raw. I am your host, the patron state of podcasting, the warden Mad Raider, and I'm here with my co host today. She is the host of the Sheely Showcase inside the mind of in the crowd, currently very sick, and story time with Miss Katie Kinsey, baby. What up? <laughs> He is the current reigning and defending no, no, Pornhub no. Poppy. Fuck this race bullshit. Daddy Delgado, the Sultan of Spitter Swallow, uh, the workhorse champion of Creation World, oh my, my friend Vince. He's the, oh my God. He is also very sick today. Um, I came down with like like body chills and sore throat. Got a new nickname. Stuffy nose, the prince of pegging. I don't know, man. I feel like I have superseded the prince role. I'm like, I'm no Vegeta. I, I feel like I'm above like that ranking. You know, that's my personal opinion. But happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be back after missing last week. Good show, by the way. You guys knocked it out of the park as usual. Well, Thank I appreciate that. Speaking <sighs> of knocking it out of the park, uh, Apparently, Taekwon wants to use his tongue to knock my ass flaps out of the park. Uh, and that would make him happy. So, appreciate that, Taekwon. We'll talk later. Okay. Yeah. The Duke of Dickington? Dickin- the Duke of Dickington. Dickinson. I think, it, isn't the Duke lower than the Prince? Why are you, we, why are you lowering the rankings? Like, <laughs> Wow. Some money like that. I, I'm well, just I mean, that that is... Uh, I, I believe when she is in the chat, she speaks on behalf of Travis. So uh, Lord Custalot <laughs> has the power to reduce your ranking. I didn't realize there was a ranking. When did this turn into AEW? Well, there's there's King, there's Prince, there's Duke, there's Lord. I'll just be the dude. Just the dude. The dude. I. Yeah. Becky's the man. You know, uh, Seth is the guy. I'll be the dude. I mean, there's already a dude. There's Who's a whole that? movie about the dude. Oh, I don't care about that dude. It's about this dude. Oh. So anyway, I want to thank everyone that's watching us live, whether you're watching us live at twitch.tv slash creation world, where if you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming. If you have Prime Gaming, you can link it to your Twitch account and get a free subscription every month that you can give to me because you fucking love me and I deserve it. And if you don't love me and you don't think I deserve it because Taekwon's going to lie about it in the chat, you can give it to Katie because she's fucking awesome. We love her. And if you decide not to do that for whatever reason, probably because you're stupid, um, but you need a third option, 
Uh, great third option, great second option, great first option, botch spots and chair shots, Rivet City Radio with all the content that they have going on over there. We love Will and Allison. Will will be joining us tomorrow, I believe, if uh, he can get everything watched for our little uh, review of WB Horror Films, Barricade and Oculus. Me and Katie doing that tomorrow. So make sure that you tune in tomorrow, same time as tonight, to check that out as well and give one of these three podcasts that I mentioned, either Creation World, the Sheely Showcase, or Rivet City Radio, your sub, because we fucking deserve subs, especially Katie. She's been accepting them since 05. Um, you guys can also check us out at youtube.com slash creation world, where it is free to like, to subscribe, to comment. Katie, what does that do? Boost the algorithm and helps find new listeners. That is correct. And uh, Vince, why would I want to find new listeners? Because you're a whore. There you go. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Katie, why, why would I want to find new listeners? Uh, it's because you're a whore, man. Chat, chat, what am I? Put in the chat. I'm a whore. I'm a whore for your likes, for your comments, for your views, for your entertainment. I that That is what we do here at Creation World. We try to entertain you with a little bit of a sexual twist um, on most everything we do. So please go like, subscribe, and comment. Help boost that algorithm so more people can find us. And while you're at it, share me around like the whore that I am. With you see, my boy Bill knows. Uh, share me around with your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your moms, your dads, your step parents, your step siblings, your best friends, their grandparents, their significant others, their babies' mamas, their babies' mamas, mamas, their babies' mamas, mamas, mamas. All of that. Share me around. If you enjoy me, they will too. While you're sharing me, I want to see you flick that bean. And after you're done flicking that bean, hit that notification bell up top. Get notified every time we go live Monday through Friday for the Creation Conversation every Saturday at 11 p.m. Central, midnight Eastern, for Smack and Raw, and every other Sunday, including tomorrow night, for getting off. And if all of this is too hard for you, you know, where can I just find everything? Can you just make it easy on me? Absolutely. Creation.com. Go there. You get everything. You get the Patreon. You get the merch. You get the links to all of our shit. Nice, simple, concise. Like my penis. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Because. Why not? I guess. Fair. Or because I'm a whore. Whatever works. Um. <clears throat> with all that said, Katie, I believe you're up. Yeah. I don't have a lot. Because um, three things, three simple things. One, does I remember when Seth Rollins was like shooting a movie? He was like going to be in Captain America's new movie. Yeah, his whole Vaguely. thing got like edited out. <laughs> yeah, the whole. Yeah. Uh, it was like the Cobra Society, society the Serp- or something. Yeah, the Serpent Society got completely taken out. Yeah, and Seth was one of the one of them, one of them guys over there. So I just saw reports about it. So I don't know necessarily why or anything they changed like the, that. the plot of the of the movie. They just redid like, the whole movie. That's so fucking st- Marvel's that's dumb. Lame as fuck. Yeah, which like that kind of sucks because like he was excited and like I, I would excited. be too. I I was too. Like you just be in a Marvel movie, pop the fuck off. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> Biggie has a short film called Bridges. 
He made it with Andreas Hale, Jonathan Davenport. They have their own thing called Our Heroes Rock. Uh, it is on YouTube now. Uh, if you go to the Our Heroes Rock YouTube page, it is a uh, is nominated for the NAACP Image Award, and it's just. It uses hip-hop and sci-fi and tells a great story and history. I I was talking about it on Sheila. I haven't watched it yet because I'm sick and aren't really doing anything. Um, but, like, you can, you can watch it. You can learn something. It's cute. It's animated. It looks really fucking cool. And that's awesome that Biggie gets to do that while he can't be in the ring doing something else that he loves. Yeah, we love Biggie. Go support him and uh, everything that he's doing outside of the ring until... The day we may eventually get to see him back in it and if not you know we again we talked about the the bullshit last week with vince and one of the big things is you don't want not to you oh, okay you don't want to stop supporting the wrestlers right these the people that are putting their their bodies and their health on the line to entertain us biggie being a prime example of that so if we can't support him by watching him tuning in cheering for him then he has another avenue that we can go support him for all of the years of entertainment he's given us and the stuff he's now creating to continue to entertain us. So go check that out and go give it some support um, like you guys are supporting us. 100%. Um, also, update on the Vince McMahon stuff. It's apparently going to, like, federal courts and shit now. So, like, man's yeah. going to prison. Point Blake Berry. So... Someone's going to flip on him, for sure. That's going to be Laurinaitis. Somebody already is, so. To quote Seth Rollins, bye-bye, bitch! <laughs> Basically. Um, but I didn't have the written down, but like, that just reminded me. Uh, and then uh, Montez Ford drops a whole-ass album today on Spotify called nowhere. God is Good. <laughs> out of fucking nowhere. Uh, Top Dallas uh, is... Uh, I think featured on a few and produced a lot of it, if not all of it. I didn't get the chance to listen to any of it, but he apparently is like talking about weed and shit in some of it. And it's just like, you know what? Go for Tez. He has Love and WWE with Bianca. That just came out. I still need to binge that. And he's got this. Good for him. Hell yeah. Good for him. Um, good for I months, wish us. I had seen that on the 10 hours that I spent in the car today. So. I had something to new to listen to because that would have been fun to listen to on the way to and or from uh, Michigan today, um, especially with what we were doing and apparently the content of some of his lyrics that would have matched <laughs> up nicely. But um, you know, uh, I'm I'm happy for Tez. Uh, I feel like with the title like "God Is Good," Bianca has to be on the album art because that's 99.9 percent of the reason why he says "God Is Good" is because of Bianca. So if well, not, I mean... that's a miss. Have y'all seen Bianca? Because goddamn. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn. <coughs> goddamn. <clears throat> I'm assuming that's it. Yep. All right. I, we're, I, I'm not going to keep you guys waiting. We're going to do spits and swallows. I'm going to kick it off. Uh, SmackDown, spit, Cody Rhodes, uh, The Rock, that whole segment. Um, I've been trying to think of a good way to talk about this because I know that we have friends like TC. Who's, who are excited to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Um, people that I interact with on Twitter are excited about it. So just because I'm not happy with the outcome, uh, which we don't even know what the full outcome is. I know Katie's trying to keep hope, but from what I gathered from what happened on SmackDown, I'm not happy about what's implied. 
Um, so I don't want to speak for people. I'll speak for myself. The reason I'm spitting is obviously I thought Cody should win last year. And I was told repeatedly by so many people that he needed to have adversity and, you know, he needed to overcome things and blah, blah, blah. And that's what this whole year was supposed to be. And then I had people tell me that Cody doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble to go on to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, that Cody will be all right, that he can get there other ways, but he'll get there. And I needed him to win the Rumble. And he did. And then we're like, all right. It didn't matter that he won the Rumble. Because Roman uh, had uh, been teased by The Rock a couple weeks prior, and it scared me a little bit. But Cody won the Rumble. So, like, we're good. We're good to go. Uh, Monday, Seth is out here begging Cody to pick him. Um, Great promo, by the way. Great promo. Um, that that was a swallow, but the agenda is still to get the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship on Cody Rhodes because, as I've said before, the World Heavyweight title is still technically the WCW title lineage, and his father held that belt, so that's not really completing the story. The story is to hold the belt that no one in his family was ever able to hold, and that is the lineage that is the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. Um, and I was told, oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll get him back at WrestleMania, right? Ten years, ten years from the time that The Rock showed up and stole CM Punk's eleven actually event, eleven now, yeah. Um, the Rock showed back up. Uh, so Cody came out, was talking back and forth with Roman. Roman's like, "You can go fight the second best guy, or you can take another shot at the best. That that's on you." And Cody's like, uh, "Maybe my story isn't just taking that belt from you, but taking everything from you." Um. And I'm going to come for you and take everything from you, but not at WrestleMania. And then he looked over his shoulder and the rock came out. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was watching Cody's face. He looked sad as fuck. Same. Like, especially looked, when rock came into the ring and they locked eyes. Sad that this was being taken away from him. Um, which there's a lot of speculation, a lot of people talking back and forth about, well, there could be a tag match and, you know, fantasy booking. Even I said, like, okay, well, maybe Cody takes the belt from Roman before WrestleMania and then we get The Rock. I mean, you can shake your finger, but I just need Cody to hold that belt. I don't need him to do it at WrestleMania. I could have had him do it at any point between when he lost at WrestleMania and now. I just need Cody to have that belt. And Rock and Roman, in my opinion, does not need the belt because if it has the belt, it just means Roman's going over and this title reign extends even longer and honestly i'm fucking tired of watching roman win matches the exact same way over and over and over again every two to three months when he shows up it'd be like different it'd do. be different if he was winning matches like gunther and out here like putting on the clinic by himself and doing the occasional cheating with the help like they overdo the solo spot because if you do it every single time you're chicken shit here like you you're like it feel like it weakens you to an extent, but how can you be on God mode if you need the you need solo to help you every single time? If anyone's on God mode, it's Gunther as champion because he don't need nobody. So, I I am personally not happy with uh, no. the proposed decision. I'm also uh, not one for let it play out because I've been letting it play out for a year, and now here we are, and I'm supposed to let it play out again. Um, I was told to let it play out. I, I brought this up because it's, you know, not getting the payoff is what it reminds me of. Not getting the payoff of the Fiend and Randy Orton at WrestleMania. That never happening and me being upset about that. And everyone told me, oh, let it play out and never did. 
Uh, and then sure, bad, sure. terrible, awful, sad things happened. Uh, yeah. But even before then, we didn't have a plan to get back to letting it pay, play out. It wasn't going to. Um, so I'm not really a fan of the idea of let it play out or waiting to see um, if they do somehow course correct and we get to where we need to go, whether it's Cody getting that title shot before Mania or somehow at Mania or whatever they do. All right, cool. Fine. Uh, but until we course correct, it is going to be a spit and it's going to stay a spit. And that video of the Rock and Roman Reigns standing in the ring, even though everyone, because last last bit, everyone that said, this is what you guys wanted. Now you're getting it. Why are you mad? This is what we wanted. This is what I wanted. I'm not again. I don't want to say we. This is what I wanted three, even two years ago. Last but, year I would have been okay. With no, it. hold on, hold on. <laughs> yes, you would have. Again, I'm not going to speak for you, but two, three years ago, we kept asking Roman versus Rock, Roman versus Rock, give it to us. And the Rock was too busy to grace us with his presence and show up and give us. He had too many movies and too much money to make, and we were not important enough. He didn't have the time in his schedule to show up. Even when it was WrestleMania goes Hollywood, we're like, okay, this has got to be where it's going to be the rock. Then they gave us the Cody story, and you got me invested in something new. I let go of Roman versus rock. Did I want it at one point? Absolutely, yes. But after not getting it for so long, I'm like, all right, fuck it, moving on. And you gave me something to get invested in. I've talked many times about how Women's wrestling is what has me the most invested because there are not a lot of men wrestling right now that I really give a fuck about. There are very few out there. One is now injured, not going to WrestleMania, and another one now just may have given up his match at WrestleMania or at least the match that we wanted to see him get at WrestleMania. Like I, I still don't really know what the fuck's going on. Got cucked out of his match at WrestleMania. So... I don't want Rock versus Roman anymore. I understand. Uh, listen, I understand the business aspect of it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, but money. WrestleMania is selling out regardless. You're not selling more tickets by putting the Rock on there. It's going to fucking sell out. So it really doesn't matter about that. And then, okay, well, maybe more people tune in and watch on Peacock and blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. I might give you that. However, I don't watch wrestling for that reason. I don't watch wrestling because WWE metrics and how many people tune into the show and blah, blah, blah. I watch it because they get me invested in stories, and then I watch to get a payoff for the story that they got me invested in. That's why I watch wrestling. And the only thing that is important to me is why I watch wrestling, because if I'm not given the reasons that I enjoy wrestling to continue to watch wrestling, I may stop watching the wrestling. Like, if I don't feel paid off for the time and investment that I put in, I don't give a fuck about what the big money, blah, 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 bring this person in sell tickets like i get i understand it but i don't give a fuck about that because that doesn't affect me or my enjoyment of professional wrestling my enjoyment is you getting me invested and then paying me off that is why i am here if you cannot deliver on paying off the stories that you've got me invested in i have no reason to continue to give you my attention i'm not saying i'm not watching ww i'm not saying i'm not watching wrestlemania again right. there are other things that i'm invested in that i can continue to watch and enjoy i'm just saying as this continues to happen I am less and less likely to keep coming back. You can only kick me in the face so many times before. Unless you're telling me, Atlas and you're a white girl. Or Katie, who's asked for it. Um, hey. She asked it from specific people. If it's Zia exactly. Lee, like Zia Sonya, Lee. Deville, like, Sonya Deville, Rhea Ripley, Wardlow. Yes. Not only Wardlow to kick me in the face. He's different. Um, 
this is my piece on everything. Um, you are allowed... I'm talking to the people. You are allowed to be pissed that Rock may or may not, leaning towards May, have taken Cody's spot. You're allowed to be happy that Rock is getting this opportunity. You're allowed to shit on people, but be nice about it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, what you're not allowed to do is want Roman's cancer to come back, threaten the lives and families of all of these people. That's taking it too far. Guys, this is a scripted fucking show. This is a scripted program. These are human beings. Don't do that. Don't be shitty human fucking beings. Like, the amount of times I saw that shit, because people take it too far because they can't disassociate between reality and fantasy, which wrestling is fantasy. Wrestling is entertainment. It's right. it's oh, fake. I'm so sorry. For this sake of the argument, it's fake. These are real human yeah. beings putting their lives on the line. And well, they've yeah. had shitty things happen, but wanting and wishing harm on the people and their families, too fucking far, you all need to go touch grass, stay the fuck outside, and get off the phones. Or I'm gonna hurt somebody. Reasonable reaction to what happened and being disappointed. Everything that Katie just said, not reasonable, not logical, not sane. Fuck touch grass. Go seek help. Yeah. Katie has <clears throat> lines that you can call to seek help, <laughs> to get yourself some help. Because if you are seriously wishing harm upon people, we're not talking Drew McIntyre cracking jokes. We're talking like really out here wishing for terrible, bad things to happen to people because the result that you wanted of a scripted TV show didn't come to fruition. There is being invested in being disappointed and then there is being way too fucking invested in taking this shit way too seriously. And you need to seek help and counsel. You need to talk yeah. to somebody because that is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm with you, Matt, in your disgust and like disappointments of everything that happened between the whole Cody Rhodes and Rock thing. <laughs> I thought the Seth stuff was fine because you know they have to make they were I felt like Jesus Seth did. You tease us a little. Everybody likes a good tease. The, my issue happened before Cody even came out because Roman came out and he's talking. He's belittling the world title. He's making that title feel less than. Now, if Cody challenges Seth for that title, it's like, oh, he's going after that B title, not the A title. And then Cody, when he then does then come out, he reinforces. That that's not the Hollywood title. That's the one with the lineage. That's the one that I want. But he emphasizes in his promo that finishing the story is going after that WWE title that Roman has and beating Roman for it. And then when he says, but not at WrestleMania, this is where you and I differ. You're like, oh, as long as Cody gets the title and they could still do Rock Roman without the title. I'm like, yes, they could do Rock Roman without the title some other time that isn't this WrestleMania. <laughs> Because I don't want to see it at WrestleMania. I don't want to main eventing WrestleMania. I don't think it's going to be a great match. I have, unfortunately, based on the reactions I've seen, it has potential to be Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania 20 levels of getting booed at the building. We'll see how it goes. But here's the thing. If you win the Royal Rumble, what's the difference between that title shot versus any other title shot? 
it is that you get to main events WrestleMania, or at the very least, get your title shot at WrestleMania, right? So then why there's just no logical kayfabe reason for Cody to give up his spot to Rock. Thank you. Shout exactly. out to Within kayfabe or within just common fucking sense, why would you want that title shot to happen anywhere else other than WrestleMania? Like, why win the Royal Rumble at that point? What does, like, no. Like, why do it at Elimination Chamber? What, like, no one's going to be, half the half the world isn't going to be awake to watch that match because they're going to be tucked in bed on a Saturday morning. They're probably going to watch it. <laughs> exactly. Kyle had a fun bit of uh, fantasy booking for all this, too, with uh, it being a tag team match at Elimination Chamber, which leads to... <laughs> The bloodline being banned from ringside, Cody still getting a shot at WrestleMania, blah, 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 blah. So um, I don't know. I believe it, that's what it was. But I'm with you, Vince. Like I said, you and I differ. Cody doesn't need it at WrestleMania. Finishing the story is winning. The, I don't give a fuck. I think if it he has wins to be at WrestleMania. Story, I don't think, I don't give a fuck if he wins that title at a fucking house show. Put that belt on Cody. <laughs> the, the Let only two, the, story. the only two venues that I think would be acceptable for him to win the story and actually feels like you, a, a satisfied conclusion would be either a WrestleMania or be at like a live uh, like live broadcast at Madison Square Garden where his dad should have won the title but then didn't really because it was a count out type situation. I don't think they're going back to Madison Square Garden between yeah, now and those. Ex- exactly. So that's that's my ish. This goes back to my little Austin theory that I had for a while there that I think Punk was supposed to win the Rumble. He was supposed to challenge Seth, and Cody wasn't going to be doing anything. And then Punk gave up his Rumble win because he knew the severity of his injury, gave it to Cody in the hopes that with him winning the Rumble, they'll be put into a corner that in case Rock came back, he would still get his match against Roman and they'd have to do Rock rock Roman some other time. They could do that at SummerSlam. They should do that at SummerSlam or the next Saudi show. Don't make Cody wait. Make Rock wait. He made us wait. Now you wait. Um, What did what did Pretty Kyle say? I still made all the points that I made about CM Punk on Get Show. If you guys haven't, go check out the Get Show podcast where Vince pretty much backtracked everything that he just said. And agreed with me on Get Show, and now he's backtracked on that, and he's gone back to his original point about CM Punk. So, um, I, if you I like said, watching Pornhub here's... Poppy, back it up. If you want to see the Pornhub Poppy, Whoa. back it up. Watch Get Show, and then rewatch here's, this. Here's my whole thing. Back it up twice. Here's my whole ish: is that okay? Cody won, whatever. Now he gets his match. But if Rock came in, then it feels like Cody winning the Rumble was like irrelevant. It was no point. It feels like you wasted the Rumble winner this year. I love Seth, but we're we really going to see Seth versus Cody a fourth time. What Seth's going to lose four times in a row? What Cody's going to lose lose his title match? Like, no, it well, has I mean, the only way. About... The only way this works, and it it doesn't doesn't seem like it could be because he said just not at WrestleMania. Is uh, if they did Cody Cody Roman one night and then Rock Roman the other night. That's the yeah. only way. But. No, <laughs> because Rock, if Rock and this is my this is my last piece about it, then I'm done talking about this. Um, if Rock and Roman is for the title, then no, it should not main event night two. Point blank period. Um if it if it ends up being Cody and Roman, fuck yes, give him night two. Uh if it's and if Roman if loses the title to Rock or to Cody at Chamber or wherever, um 
then again, Roman they cooked Dwayne, my Roman and Dwayne do not deserve main event night two. Bailey and EO are getting night one regardless. And if they don't Agreed. hands I'm a being thrown. I'm throwing hands too. And back to the last point. I was worried that when Cody was doing the whole I'm gonna take everything from you, what they were what they were hinting at was he was going to challenge Seth, he was going to become champion, and he was going to make the world heavyweight championship mean more than Roman's reign as the universal championship. He was going to make that the number one championship and make Roman number two is what I was worried they were hinting at. I was see, I saw a lot of people saying stuff about they might um what's the word? Oh my god. Hold on. Hold on. What's the word I'm thinking of? That's what his name is. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I kick rocks. Fuck. What is what is the word I'm thinking of? That I paid to see. Co- they're com- they're combining the titles. I can't think of the actual unification. unification. Unified? I'm sick and tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. We need here. to move on. Let's. Yeah. Vince, better swallow. Uh. From the worst thing that happened this week to probably one of the best things that happened this week, I'm gonna swallow everything Bailey and Damage Control on SmackDown. <laughs> Wait, I don't, okay, we we can circle back to what you thought that was later, but Bailey, the execution of Bailey, technically knowing the whole time made this story plot so much better because initially the idea was that Bailey was was unaware she was being the right mysterio had no idea that these people were turning on her that they didn't really fuck with her she won the rumble like this whole story has been amazing the way they executed it in the backstage area they where Bailey walks in where she overheard everything where she's where eos like Bailey's done tonight and then she overhears it, like whole homage to the whole Batista Triple H story, where he turned on Triple H before he could do the same to Batista. Then you and get... Bailey's pants. Woo, Lord, let me tell you about Bailey's fit. A plus 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 plus. Shout out to Young Kings Wrestling. Go tune in. The warning was on there. Um, yeah, it, it was it was great. Bailey looked great. The whole segment was great. The in ring stuff was great. She even had a steel lead pi- a lead pipe in the ring steps just in case. I will be issuing re- an apology tomorrow. <laughs> also, what up, Devin? Travel. Uh, Devin the Travel Chief showed up just as we finished talking about the one thing he was probably here to come talk shit about. So uh, you missed it. I think, I think it might be a good reason. It might be exactly. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great segment all of all around. My only question about it is that Bailey have a weapon in each one of the steel steps oh. like in each corner, just in case. And if so, goddamn it, she is what what uh, Sami Zayn claimed to be the master strategist. She got the one up on EO Sky. People pay top dollar to get piped by Bailey. Fuck I think, you, me. <laughs> I think 99% of the population would. Um, and then the first match for WrestleMania officially announced Bailey versus EO Sky. One of the best stories leading into WrestleMania. I've been fully invested in this. I love what's happened with damage control. And the best, the best thing that makes this probably the best swallow of the week in terms of wrestling for me. Is that my sister Beto gets that big Bailey singles moment that she's been wanting for her? I've never seen her saw her so excited. I knew she was over the moon when she won the Rumble. 
she's been over the moon about it on Twitter too. Um, she was saying it's like, I'm sorry, I'm too over the moon and too like happy about this Bailey stuff to give a fuck about anything Cody and Rock related. So Fair. swallowing all that, swallowing everything Bailey, swallowing that my sisters, at least someone is getting their story finished properly. A few things about the Bailey stuff. A, 100% swallow because Bailey's fucking awesome. B, um, how are y'all gonna try and double cross someone who won? <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. Um, how are you guys gonna try and double cross someone who won like double cross of the year slammy like however long ago? Like Bailey knew y'all weren't up to shit. Like, uh, and it was very. Uh, interesting that she wore white when they debuted at SummerSlam, and then she was wearing all white SmackDown when they broke up. Yep, yep, it was all good. I'm not gonna lie to you. We honestly didn't say shit about Roman Reigns. We didn't. He That's actually like, true. We well, well, I mean, we talked about people saying shit about Roman Reigns and how they shouldn't, but like, right? We had no issue with Roman existing, being there, whatever. It was everything. Roman else. is not the problem. Uh, His yeah. quote unquote cousin is. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm with you. It, like it's it's been good stuff. Like I thought it was a, a unique touch that Dakota wasn't there when this uh, turn happened. So mm-hmm. she seemed confused on Twitter. Bitch, you know what you've been on. You've been on this train with EO and the rest of them. No, it's all right. She's gonna she's gonna play the card of oh I didn't know Bailey I didn't know and like try and hug it out and then boom Bailey Bailey she's the same shit in NXT full circles. Bailey, Bailey is the anti Ray Mysterio because she's been turned so many times by people she thought were friends: Sasha, uh, Charlotte, Becky, down in NXT, the Horsewomen. It's happened so much to her down in NXT that she's actually learned, unlike Ray Mysterio, who continues to trust people that he shouldn't trust and unite them as family. But. Bailey's a different kind of California Mexican from California that actually learns from their past mistakes. You can't get the one up on Bailey anymore. Katie yeah, swallow. Um, I'm gonna swallow the one win that Matt and I got this week together as a team. JC Jane had fucking calendars made of the Chase U girls and saved Chase U and Matt and I fucking said it and we're geniuses and Shawn Michaels knows what the fuck he's doing. Well done. Shout out to JC Jane for saving Chase U. I need to remember to go check that WWE shop to see if those are up yet. Isn't it going to be released on Vengeance Day? Like during? Well, tomorrow's Vengeance Day. Oh, is it really? Say. Yes. Oh, man. I've been Surprised. Out <laughs> dumb, dumb. Uh, yes. So, a few weeks ago, JC Jane was plotting some shit, and originally I thought it was going to be a car wash, uh, but then Katie and I had both kind of had the idea. I was like, I said, I originally thought it was going to be a car wash, but maybe it's going to be a calendar because she was talking to some other girls, getting mm-hmm. them together. Katie had the same idea. We We agreed. We got excited. And we've been saying leading up to this that he's going to come out and he's going to say that Chase U is closing the doors. We got a whole goodbye package for Chase U and everything that's happened and all the fun that we've had. And then JC comes out and says, whoa, 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 whoa. Not so fast. We made a Chase U girls calendar and those proceeds are going to pay to save Chase U. It's not going anywhere. 
Um, Which just kind of begs the question, <laughs> what kind of calendars are we talking about here? How good are these calendars that they're saving all the debt that, that Andre Chase caused the university? I mean, I mean how much are these? Have you, did, you, did you see the girl standing on the No, the no, I, have, I haven't. Well, you need to. I haven't been able to watch NXT, and the only thing I've been wanting to watch of NXT is the Chase U stuff because I heard about it, and I'm like, ooh. This we'll go YouTube it. You will find yeah. it. You will see who's there. Um, and then on top of all of that, uh, is it Riley Osborne or whatever the fuck the dude's yep. name is? Yeah, Riley Osborne. Really not important. He he exists. Is Thea he on the on him. Is Thea he on the finally tells him, I like you. Uh, she, it's cute. As he's defending her and JC, which was like a weird line. Like, my place is between JC and Thea. Or whatever he said, which I'm like, <laughs> no, that's it's exactly not a bad place to be, I guess. But as he's defending them from Lexus King, who was making comments, pervy, um, pervy Lexus King, and his sliding throne. Um, <laughs> Still cool entrance. <laughs> yeah, no, Katie, big win for you and me this week. Uh, I wanted that to be my number one because, especially after all the shit that happened on SmackDown, I knew you were upset. I was gonna make that numero well, uno. You know what else we got as a big win from NXT? Hashtag call Rizzo. The family had a vignette putting over Adriana Rizzo. Hashtag call Rizzo to fix any of your problems. I have been a huge fan of her since she joined the family. Mm-hmm. Um, she jumped on uh OTM just last week after they came and had her assaulted by <laughs> Jada Parker in the restaurant. Like, yep. we're gonna get a six man tag match. Like, I'm all for this. I'm yep. excited. I've got yep. my Sicilian flag ready to wave Ooh. during the match, <laughs> supporting the family. Um, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to getting to see uh hashtag call Rizzo in action tomorrow in that tag oh, yeah. match. So so we'll what's got. what's the card for Vengeance Day? All I know is the women's that's uh the Dusty Cup finals and then the trick dragon off. I got this. I got this. Off okay. the top of my head. You ready? Dusty Classic Finals. War Dogs. War Dogs versus Trick Mellow Gang. Okay. We got Trick Ilya main event. We got Lyra and Roxanne for the NXT women's title. You know, Tatum's gonna get involved. This shit's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Six-person tag. The Family versus OTM with Jada Parker, but she's included in that. Uh, Dijak and Gacy in a notice qualification slash falls count anywhere type fucking match thing. And Anybody I think that me. might be it. I think the card might only be five matches. Yeah, NXT shows are usually about five car- five matches on the card. <laughs> oh, uh, Obafemi and Dragon Lee. I forgot that got confirmed. Yes. Oh man, he's gonna make more carne asada tacos out of Dragon Lee, isn't he? Oh, he is. Man, <laughs> he's gonna slap him on the grill and fry him up. Mm-hmm. Probably. Oh man, Dragon Lee, you gonna get cooked. Allie. Vince, spit or swallow. Um, I'm gonna start there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna swallow. Not the context of what the promo meant or the segment of what it meant, but I'm swallow how it made me feel. The overwhelming support that this man got out of it. 
And just because it was executed very well, I'm going to swallow the opening to Raw with CM Punk coming out, pouring his heart out, talking about his friend that has cancer. He's the real hero. He's like, he's not, the, and talking about how he's not the best in the world because he wins all the time. He's the best in the world because uh, he never gives up. Uh, he's the best in the world because of everyone around him. It was a great promo. He, he started, what? We're close. The quote, which I think I said on Get Show is, I'm not the best in the world because I always win. As a matter of fact, I lose more than I win. Yes. And if you don't believe me, go check out my UFC career. Yeah. No, I mean, I wasn't trying to sure. quote him. I was trying to, like, summarize some of the points. Um, yeah, it was it was a great promo. Everything I've seen with Punk, especially his little vlog. when he, Bro, the thing that makes the whole Rock Cody stuff, sorry to bring it up again, so badly is that Punk sees Cody. He tears up. They have a moment. He's like, go finish your story, bro. And now neither of them are finishing their story. The fuck? To be fair, though, a couple weeks ago, CM Punk told Cody that a man who hasn't been around in a long time that's a bigger star than him is going to come and take his spot. Yep. And Drew came out and told CM Punk what, Vince? Uh, That he prayed for all this to happen. And has been trolling the fuck out of CM Punk. That's another reason. Charlotte is a super villain. This is why I'm also swallowing it because, like, we didn't get to that part yet. But Drew came out. They had a good back and forth. Drew, for a second there, I thought he was having like a human reaction to being like, "I'm sorry, you got hurt." No. Like we hit the lines. Like I'm not a religious man, but I prayed for this to happen. And then villain. Zillage. He said he legitimately went into the Rumble and intentionally tried to hurt Punk, which, ironically enough, it was the Future Shock DDT from from Drew that actually it, uh, tore his uh, CM Punk's tricep. Then he continues to troll on Twitter and social media, doing the tricep workouts, talking about don't forget to work out your triceps and shit. It's uh, clobbering time on house shows that aren't even fucking recorded. I'm sorry, dark matches on fucking SmackDown that aren't even live. Yeah. I mean, they were recorded and they were posted on the internet just like his tricep workout was can't skip tricep day. He's a villain and I love it. Um, I want before, that match. Devin said something back to what we we're talking about just before Vince. Big shout outs to Miss Parker, Jada Parker. Hey, Miss Parker. Shout out. <laughs> um, Top hater of the year, a hundred percent. I He's guess player hundred percent. Player hater of the year for STC from Young Kings Wrestling. I love uh, the punk promo. I loved everything he went about. Will said punk won him over in that promo. Um, I saw a lot of people saying, Okay, so this is what y'all have been talking about with CM Punk that didn't experience CM Punk or weren't a fan of CM Punk prior to. Now they see why a lot of us have been a fan of CM Punk up to this point. That promo in and of itself has kind of opened a few people's eyes or won them over. Um, yeah. Also, I mentioned this. When CM Punk went after Drew, he threw the taped arm at Drew. So I don't necessarily know if he's as hurt as we think he is, and we might be building to Punk versus Drew at Mania, or if he's really seriously just out injured. We will see how quickly he rehabs. And where we go from there. My uh, my Austin theory on that is that people are looking at too much into it. Like, 
if he's not as hurt as people think he is, and he could maybe make WrestleMania, then why not still go Seth versus Punk at WrestleMania? I think they're just trying to get some heat on Drew and make him a bigger heel. If Drew resigns with that, I think he should resign. I think this is setting up Drew versus Punk at SummerSlam. And to answer your more. question, why not just go Seth versus Drew at WrestleMania or Seth versus Punk at WrestleMania? Because The Rock showed up and said, "I want to have a match with Roman," so everything got side shuffled. Well, I think that everything got side shuffled. I know what you because think you of it. you think Punk was supposed to win the Rumble and got hurt. Yes. We know. You're wrong, but we know it's cool. It's okay to be wrong. That's not what happened. No, 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 no. Rock showed up and fucked everything up, and everything got side shuffled. And now Cody has to fight Seth, and Punk has to fight Drew, and it's still gonna be good shit if Punk is even okay. I really, I highly doubt this man came back after all that bullshit, and they were gonna put him in the WrestleMania main event, first WrestleMania, one match in. I really don't think that. That's not how they handle business. That's not. That's not okay. Also, that's not how they handle business. Not after everything. You kind of got to eat he's, shit. He's just accident prone at this point. That too. Unfortunately, I mean, he's I been back that. in wrestling for like, what, three years and has been injured three separate times. He's That's had just, very physical matches early on. That he broke his injury. foot jumping into the barricade. It's unfortunate. Unfortunately, what, what that happens in sports all the time. It's just made like spaghetti. It is what it is. <laughs> But I love them. Uh, not spaghetti. Oh no. Vince and I just are not going to agree on this whole point. We won't no, really know not. until one year when a documentary comes out or yeah, and then one of us is going to be like, "I told you so." If we're still talking at that point, yeah. Why wouldn't we? I don't oh. know. You keep going this route of fucking telling me Cody doesn't need things, and I might just stop talking to you all together. <laughs> you learn what Cody Christ. needs. God damn it! No, for for real though. Um, I'm with you. the The promo was great. The stuff with Drew is fun. If it does lead to a match and it's not as serious as they're saying, cool. If it is, obviously we hope Punk heals up. He's okay. Katie, not so much, but Vince and I are big Punk fans. Katie just doesn't care anymore. That's the point that she's made repeatedly. I'm not yeah. going to say she's not a fan. She just doesn't care. She's sick of all the BS. She's Dang a closeted. It. She's a closeted punk fan. She's got See, like a whole altar, just that? like Helga. Like, I, I handled Arnold. it perfectly, and now here you are, just mucking it all up and causing problems, Vince. Katie, spit or swallow. Thank you. Fuck. If you want to spit Vince, I'll give you two. <laughs> I'm spitting Vince, talking shit. Um, <laughs> no, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna swallow the the new commentary teams we got for the time being. Uh. Pat and Michael Cole on Monday Night Raw. Shout out to Pat McAfee coming back. Uh, and Wade and Corey on SmackDown. A lot of people don't like Corey as a commentator. That's understandable. I kind of like what he does. And this I is do. the first time he is the lead commentator, though. And like he even tweeted about it. Like he's gonna mess up. He's gonna not live up to a lot of people's expectations. But like he's curve. busted his ass as a commentator since NXT when he had to stop being a wrestler. And, like, Pat and Cole on Monday nights, like, three hours of Pat McAfee and Michael Cole, gonna be fun. Very excited. And I just like that, for the time being, probably until a little after WrestleMania, maybe a little longer, Pat McAfee's back. Because he's gonna go back to football once they start back up. You may be the only person in history 
to have swallowed Michael Cole, Pat McAfee, Wade Barrett, and Corey Graves in one sitting. I'm talented. What can I say? Well, then. Some I, say with a straight I also think Corey works better as play-by-play. So I mean, he does, but it, someone had, had to step up. I was going to say, he, I mean, he's not a terrible color commentator, but he does as someone who wrestled and wrestled with a lot of the guys that are in the ring. Like he was in NXT with a lot of the guys that have kind of reached that next level mm-hmm. in WWE at the time uh, yeah. or now. Um, so he has a lot of that history and that experience to do the play by play. So I, I get where you're coming from and I agree, but also I don't think he's terrible at color. Like I know he can be annoying. I know people didn't like him fawning over Carmella and blah, 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 blah. But like that's, that's kind of his, his job. Like his job is to be an annoying <laughs> color commentator. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know you joined EO and Asuka and that whole group. You know, You're all terrible. All right. Uh, speaking of being terrible, um, <clears throat> I'm actually going to swallow the Joe Gacy Dijak stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. Here's the thing. Like, I don't like racist cop Dijak. I, they did a whole interrogation thing, right? But listen, anytime two men have rough sex all over an arena that ends with missionary uh, and Dijak trying to prove that missionary every night isn't boring on top of a trailer and then chucking Joe into a trash can, asking for a no DQ match, Ava being like, you can't have a no DQ match. Did you see what the fuck? You, you guys fucked so hard all over this arena. Why would we let that happen again? And Joe popping up, he's like, I didn't have enough. I want more. <laughs> I mean, that's basically verbatim what happened. Love it. it it's they're gonna kill each other tomorrow. It is going to be the hardest raw sex we have ever seen on live TV between two men <laughs> outside of professional wrestling ring. Yeah. Um, I guess I won't be watching, but you're not gonna watch Vengeance Day? Not that match. What do you got against NXT? You didn't watch NXT this week. Now you're not gonna watch <laughs> Vengeance Day. Well, NXT I didn't watch because it was the last day I had to return the keys to my landlord and she was being the a-hole. <laughs> Subject for post-show content. But not to sidetrack the show, but I couldn't get to watch it then Wednesday. I can't even remember what we were doing, but I was busy. I was trying to re I was trying to watch it before the show. And then at cer- a certain point, I was just like this is the last cost. I'll watch the segments that I want to watch later on, but I'll watch Vengeance Day. I don't think I need to watch NXT to like enjoy Vengeance Day because I think everything's Fair. been been already been fully panned out. If I watch now it live, you, yes. now that you don't live there anymore, I, I I feel like I can say this. I had told you a long time ago if you just fucked that old lady, everything would have been cool. You wouldn't have had any problems. <clears throat> All your problems that you dealt with is because you didn't dick her down and handle business. I'm in the. She wanted it. I'm in the. Uh, monogamous, yeah, that's the word, right? Monogamous. You weren't when you moved in when this all started. You asked me I to was. stop talking about it you, yes. when you first moved into that apartment. You were not with Melissa, yes, I was. We no, were dating, were yeah, we were still we were dating. I was dating Melissa before I moved out. Don't ask me, I'm fucking Time's not real. <clears throat> I started, we had our anniversary October 11th, right? When I got it, uh, when we got engaged, when I proposed this past I'll have to go back and check the tapes, but I feel like you were single when you first moved in. We weren't, we weren't. I wouldn't have asked you. I love Melissa, Melissa, as you keep telling me I need to say it. Melissa. I would never ask you to. You, you emphasize, with you emphasize the I a little bit too yeah, much. Yeah, Melissa. 
I got you. No, no, no. <laughs> Melissa. That's exactly, that's exactly what you say. I hear it every time. Melissa. I got it. <laughs> you don't have to say I wait too much. <laughs> no, but no, we were together because we got together October 11th. I moved in the week of WrestleMania that same year. We had our three-year anniversary this past October. Hence, we've been together since before I moved in. Are you swallowing two men dry humping each other all over an arena, climaxing into a trash can, and then wanting more or not? No. <laughs> Katie, are you? Yeah. Are you with me? All right. Of course. I originally had it as a spit, but like, uh, fuck it. Sure. Yeah, because Matt likes it, so you're going to be like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll please Matt. I'll, I'll, I'll swallow it with him. I mean, that's you, not always true. I like CM Punk. Just, how how often? How, a lot of things. How often does Matt disagree? Say something. Katie disagrees, and me and her are always on the same page. Very well, never. But me and Katie like a lot of the same shit, and you like shit that pisses us off. So, like, that's <laughs> on you. Well, you like to come on here and be like, Dominic Mysterio is the greatest wrestler in professional wrestling right now," which I cannot wait to spit the Judgment Day twice this week. But we'll get into that. Vince, spit or swallow. I am gonna swallow the tag team match between Judgment Day versus DIY. I wasn't playing on it. Yep. You just mentioned mm-hmm. it, but yeah, mm-hmm. I. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, but now uh... we got now we got our truth and oh. D'Lo Brown as proof. But go ahead, continue. <clears throat> I can't stand you. Um, the match was fantastic. I thought it was great, especially the way they finished it. Just the. Here's the thing. I may not like DIY as as characters, as an act, but once they get in the ring, they're fucking phenomenal at tag team wrestling. They're great. I love everything they do. The match with Judgment Day is good. I love what they're doing with the tag team titles in the division in general right now because they had a... I'm going to lump this all together, but the Fatal 4-Way tag team, a tag team match on SmackDown between LWO, Paquete de Lobos, Done uh, Bruiser Weights and Pretty Deadly with Bruiser Weights winning. Now you have another match that's going to take place on Raw. Then those two are going to face the winners of those two matches are going to face each other on SmackDown to ultimately get a title match against Judgment Day. So they're, I feel like they're starting to put like the pieces into place to work on the men's tag team division as they've been working on the women's tag team division in the last couple of weeks. If not they saying want to work perfect. on the men's tag team division and do this correctly. Split the titles, have, yes, I agree. Well, what I was going to say is you have the match on SmackDown between the winner of the Raw and the winner of the SmackDown. You have Judgment Day come in and interfere so that there is no winner and then have Nick Aldis do Nick Aldis shit and be like, okay, you want to interfere? Fight them both then, bitch. You get them Monday. You get them Friday. Defend your titles twice. You can defend the Raw championships over there and the SmackDown championships here. Yeah, if they don't do that, then I think what they'll do is after WrestleMania, because I don't think they'll be tag team champions going into Romania or coming out of WrestleMania. By the, by the time WrestleMania ends, I don't think Judgment Day will be tag team champions and someone else will be. And once that happens, I think they'll just do what they did with the world title is whoever's tag team champions after WrestleMania, after they do the draft, those are going to be the exclusive champions for that brand. And then the other brand are going to create their own tag team titles. If they don't split them up, they, but they better unify those titles because now <clears throat> what Vince didn't speak to, what he conveniently because, left out. Hold up, hold up. Be- before okay. you go into it, I'll explain the reason why I didn't include that in there 
is because I'm spitting that because I don't get more of that content going forward, which is why I was going to save it for a spit. But now it seems like you're going in that. Well, as you avenue. know, when we talk Judgment Day, we talk all Judgment Day. We don't split things up and come back. You brought it up. That I like to because I like so to spread out here. my Judgment Day We everywhere. don't. Listen, this isn't Taekwon's butt cheeks. We're not spreading here, all right? Listen. <laughs> We've always said if we're going to talk a subject, we're going to get that subject out of the way so we can just spend the time on it and be done. You brought up Judgment Day. Judgment Day gets a spit because Damian Priest is a little bitch who doesn't know how to cash in the money in the bank who <laughs> asked Dominic Mysterio, who didn't have the balls himself, to take out our truth and told him that Judgment Day is a family and you're not part of this family. So J.D., had to jump our truth from behind, and then all four dudes stomped out our truth. The only earner outside of Rhea Ripley in the Judgment Day, our truth. The best part of the Judgment Day, our truth. And Vince said something on Get Your Podcast. He's like, "Well, he did fuck up their couch. That man has paid for twenty couches in a week with those t-shirt sales." Our truth was the best part of the Judgment Day, and they just kicked him out. Spit the judgment day for fumble in the bag. Literally the bag. Here's he the had thing. bags of money. Literally the gone. Bag. Here's the thing. People that like judgment day are gonna like judgment day regardless of what happens with the hard truth thing. It was a nice little like era in judgment day. But one thing that I have been seeing, and me personally, like it's, I was enjoying all the content with our truth. But I wanted them to go and be a little bit more serious. Weren't you just talking about it like two weeks ago when I was last on the show? You were saying like, oh, Finn doesn't isn't doing anything serious. Judgment Day. But Finn wasn't doing anything serious from the time he joined Judgment Day. It had nothing to do. He was doing. Our truth was making them entertaining. Finn was wearing do rags and trying to. He was a wannabe gangster. Like, (laughs) was not doing anything entertaining. Finn existed with do rags and was boring as fuck and is in a tag team. He's not fucking Finn Balor. Rhea is the best part of Judgment Day. She was running shit. Damian Priest was right there, but dude can't fucking cash in the money in the bank to save his life. And now it doesn't look like he's ever going to cash it in. At he's going to cash it in. It, he's, I always thought that the move was with the world title, whether CM, it, once, because I thought it was going to be Punk versus Seth. I always thought that the move was going to be whether Seth retained or Punk won. They were going to get cashed in on by Damian Priest. He was going to be the world champion. Or if not, well, I I thought they could wait until just like the very last second because we've never seen that before. Like a man, the bank holder, went to the last possible se- second. Now he's getting desperate. And I thought that was going to be a cool thing. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Judgment Day is going to do Judgment Day shit. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, prediction. Tomorrow mm-hmm. night, Damian Priest cashes in the Money in the Bank contract after the main event between Trick Williams and Dragunov against the only people that he can actually beat, one of those two, after their match, and becomes NXT champion, just like Dom had to go down and win a mid-card title down there. Because that's where Judgment Day is. They win titles in NXT. That's where we're at now. Cashing in that money in the bank on the winner of Dragunov Trick. At least that's better than what they did with Austin Theory where he cashed in on the U.S. title. That was stupid. That was fucking terrible, too. Well, Austin Theory's also dumb, so nobody's surprised there. I mean, we saw what he was doing in NXT when he was part of the way. He was goddamn dumb, slow. But here's the thing. With where Damian Priest is at right now in his character development everything, 
I I don't think he's a believable world heavyweight champion. I don't think he's a believable. I don't him carrying that championship and being champion. He hasn't really done anything to be like, okay, this guy can hang with Seth or KO or, you know, like he's not proving that. He's been in tag team matches. He's a tag team champion. Like, yeah, he hasn't shown that. So I won't disagree in. with you. I won't disagree with you. He, I have my moments as well. As much as I love Judgment Day, and I look at Damian Priest, I'm like, as much as I want to root for him, they haven't really done him much favors, and I don't think that's mm-hmm. really through fault of his own. I think that's just no. I think that's just kind of been like people are like, oh, they don't really care. Like unless you're like a big name that that wins the money in the bank, they kind of like just like fumble the bag until they stumble and trip and fall into a decision with the money in the bank, or it gets too late in the process, and you're like, oh fuck, what do we do now? Um, you see it many times with past winners, such as Jack Swagger, CM Punk the first time. You know, money in the bank sometimes can be a curse. Look at Otis. Otis didn't even get his fucking money in the bank. I love that you keep saying that word because, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a little bit of extra money in the bank, go to patreon.com slash world, where you guys can show us a little more support. So for $1, one single dollar, you only need $1 in that briefcase, which theoretically might be more than what's left in that briefcase after R-Truth liquidated all of Damien Priest's assets. Um, $1, you get three shows. You get Return to Wrestling with Matt and Travis, where we talk old school WCW. We are at Great American Bash 1998. Everything from 1995's very first Nitro up to 1998's Great American Bash, the latest episode, is available when you pay that $1. For that same dollar, you also get Multiverse with Travis and Mara. Everything that they have done, DC animated films, all the ones they have watched and reviewed over the years, all of that is available. So if you are a DC animated film fan, you can go back and pick any one you want, some of your favorites. Hear Travis Amara's thoughts on that. And if you have to ask, a podcast where my wife, Kate, and I sit down and do Am I the Asshole post. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, we were joined by Mara and Bridget of Creation World this week or this month. Last month, we had Katie on. So if you like shows with guests where we're talking about people being assholes, the newest episode is called Bad Relationships and Breast Milk. The episode with Katie is called uh, Sad Beige Baby. baby. (laughs) Go check these out. Find out what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, It is an entertaining time. We have a blast talking shit about people and figuring out whether or not they are or aren't an asshole. You get those three shows for $1. If you want to give us a little more, if you got a little more money in that bank, ladies and gentlemen, open open up that briefcase, dole out a little more. You can get a bunch of other things depending on the tier that you choose, including this show ad free. However, if you're watching us live, we have sponsors, and Travis is here to tell you about those sponsors. Happening, y'all. I know we're having a lot of fun right now, but I actually want to talk to you about something very important, your health. You see, life is full of twists and turns, and that's why having the right health insurance matters. I want to make sure you have the coverage you need without breaking the bank. And that starts with speaking to me for absolutely no charge. Having health insurance isn't just about doctor visits, though. It's about living a healthier, happier life. Physical health and mental well-being go hand in hand. And that's why the plans I represent cover not just the physical, but the mental aspects of your health as well. And here's the deal. I'm very good at what I do. So not only can I find you the perfect plan, but I might even be able to get you one for free. That's right. Free advice and a free plan. Your health is too important to compromise. So let's chat. Find the right plan and ensure your well-being. Just visit health 
www.creationworld.com today to schedule a free consultation. The link is right here in the description. That's health.creationworld.com. Your health, your future. And we're back. Uh, we've been trying to get Vince's attention the entire break. <laughs> no. I didn't even notice. Like, the first thing that went into my mind is like... The whole time, Katie and I were doing this, <laughs> trying to get your attention. Then I was, like, waving, and Katie was waving, and then we are like... Oh. Just try, and you just completely... You were trying to flick the bean? <clears throat> yeah, we were trying to flick the bean. Um, <clears throat> thank you, Tommy. You heard one motherfucking dollar. One you motherfucking know, dollar. One thing, one thing I will say that I was thinking about when we were playing the ad is, like... You know, it sucks because even if we paid a collective dollar to Creation World, we still have to sit through an ad while we do the live stream. I do pay a dollar. I also pay a dollar because I like to go listen to myself talk because, as Allison said, I have the best transitions in the biz. you wake up. <laughs> well, now that you're awake, Katie, spit or swallow. Uh, thank you so much. You guys were just talking. I just sat back. Right? No convers. I had no point in that conversation. Um, <clears throat> I'm spitting the heritage cup because I don't give a fuck anymore. Listen, and you had this whole montage thing with Von Wagner and Mr. Stone's kids, which they're adorable. You can also have them might be Von Wagner's kids. Probably Von Wagner's kids. Because they're small and blonde. Like, it only makes sense. Um, but, like... <laughs> stop! They're cute. Stop it. Um, <laughs> fuck off. I'm sick. Yeah, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, Hector. Um, anyways. Heritage Cup's stupid. Non-Dar just cheats every match. It's not fun anymore. It was kind of fun with the metaphor thing in the beginning, but like I just don't give a fuck anymore. The best parts about metaphor are Carl Jackson and Lash Legend because them's is bad bitches. We, t- I mean, we talked about it earlier. I'm not going to bring it back up, but like when you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, and a person's holding a title and he keeps doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, eventually yeah. you just kind of get tired of seeing it happen repeatedly. And every time you think, okay, this is finally the end of it, and then it's not, and it continues, <laughs> it gets repetitive. <laughs> Robert, Robert's <laughs> look like Butter. total narcs. Uh, um, oh, so funny. I'm gonna wrap a lot of things into one big package, one big swallow. I'm swallowing a huge package, ladies and gentlemen. Signees, it is signing season. So first and foremost, I know Vince is not happy about this because we talked about it. It was supposed to be Bienvenidos to to a and Telemundo. We did not get Bienvenidos <laughs> a Bofetada. And Telemundo instead, El Idolo signed to Raw. You know, that makes sense because with the move to Netflix, you need a Latino demographic. So, oh my god, we saw Braun Breaker on Raw walking by Adam Pierce on the phone with Nick Aldis. Then he shows up on SmackDown. Nick has presented him with a contract. Adam Pierce breaks in. He's like, hey, 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 maybe you should come see my offer first before you fucking sign that. See what Raw see what Raw wants to give you. And Braun's like, I'm gonna take this contract, but I wanna I wanna go see what he's got. And it reminded me of Shark Tank. Have you ever seen Shark Tank? Yes. Where like someone makes an offer and they're like, you need to sign this offer right now, 
Or, but but I want to hear what everyone. No, you can't hear what anyone else has to say. You need to sign. The right other stars were like, "Shut the fuck up. Let me talk. This is what you need." Exactly. Um, Nick mentions uh, Bailey was on loan from SmackDown, which was a little thing for my logic. I appreciated Nick being like, "I loaned you the Royal Rumble winner from my show to be on your show, so you could have both." Blah blah blah. Nice little details to make things kind of make sense when there's not a brand split, but there should be. Um, yep. And then we get over to SmackDown. <coughs> Naomi and Tiffany Stratton both signed to SmackDown. Look at you, Nick Aldis, go. Tiffany Stratton comes out not happy that she's not getting the hype and respect that she thinks she deserves, puts hands on Mia Yim, ends up defeating Mia Yim in her debut match on SmackDown. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Who is a waste of a roster spot? Tiffany or Naomi? I'm assuming Tiff. You're tripping. He said sorry, not sorry. Um, it's tippy time, bitches. It is tippy time. And tiff, then tiff. Nick, like I, we talked about Nick and Braun. And at the very end, here comes Jade Cargill, ladies and gentlemen, in blue, dressed for the occasion and the looked show amazing. looking amazing. Fucking fantastic. Nick wasn't That's even awesome. about to let the Braun Breaker shit happen again. He's like, Adam, uh, we're gonna have a conversation. You need to get the fuck out of my show. Adam's like, but no, out now, go by. Also, boats the question. I think it might have been pretty Kyle that asked this on Twitter. How many doors does Nick Aldis office has? Because Jade walked doors. in one and then <laughs> Adam Pierce left through another one. It's probably yeah, just two. It's all the doors. Uh, if it's a if it's a bigger office, like it could just extend. You have two doors. He has he has an office door, and then there's a door to the a bathroom. Back door. And Got it. Inside the bathroom, there's a door that leads out to the hallway, so that you can enter into the bathroom. Or and there's also a side entrance door. There's a back door. There's a, a, a an escape hatch underneath his desk in case she gets like real <laughs> and he's get the fuck out of there. He's got all the fucking doors, bro. Not the escape hatch. <laughs> That's a lot of doors. <laughs> it's a lot of doors. But yes, it is signing season in WWE. People are getting assigned to rosters. There is tension between Adam and Nick. I am hoping that this leads to some sort of confrontation that leads to a permanent actual brand split. I I, I pray that this is where we are headed. Night, Allison. Thank you for hanging out with us. Bye, Al. Uh, you know, we love you. So... Uh, swallowing signees, swallowing, so, swallowing signings. I, I'm with you there, Matt, because I also had that. I had the free agent bidding war, but also the sign, the official signings of Tiffany Stratton and and uh, Naomi and Andrade. Just because I like that, because my biggest concern was okay, all these people are going to show up and then not do anything with them when they showed up, but all of them were addressed for the most part, minus Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan returned, but didn't show up on Raw. And she, I thought she would come after Rhea, but I guess they're like, we're doing this Nia thing, so she can't go after Rhea. Well, she did have a WWE exclusive thing where uh -huh. she talked, I didn't and see it. there is an elimination chamber coming up, so I have a feeling that a lot of the people that are kind of lining up for Rhea might be thrown in that elimination chamber, and we have seen... Talk all the shit you want about Liv Morgan. We have seen Liv Morgan show the fuck out in Elimination Chamber. Who talks shit about Liv Morgan? Y'all need to get a your lot of people talk shit about Liv Morgan. Tripping. Um, so I think I'm I'm with you. I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna have well, Rhea has to have a match, so she's not defending her title in the chamber. 
but she's going to defend her title against Naya. They're setting that up clearly at Perth. And then they're going to have the Elimination Chamber to determine who's going to face Rhea at WrestleMania. And Liv will be included in that. Becky Lynch will be included in that. And who, who knows who else gets included in that? Liv needs to win and fight Rhea. My question now is for me, what's going to be the men's elimination chamber match, and what's it going to be for? Could I mean they've done the U.S. title before? They can make do with the U.S. title. Or maybe we just give them a women's chamber and just do one big chamber and let it be that. Or fuck around, give us two women's chambers. (laughs) A tag team women's chamber would make sense. Facts, not opinions. Unholy union. Um, Vince, bitter swallow. I am going to go ahead. Actually, I'm going to spit everything uh, Logan Paul and KO related on SmackDown. I'm just kind of done with Logan Paul. Like, like, again, I can't sit here and be like he's not good in ring because he's good in ring. But it's like his match with KO didn't really hit for me as well as I thought it would. I didn't really care about him on the mic or him being on commentary. His allegiance with Austin Theory and Grayson Waller don't really care. Out here interrupting uh, Bianca Belair, rude as fuck. During Black History Month, disrespectful. On the first show on Black History Month, the audacity. But then again, we know this man has the audacity to do stupid things. Um but yeah, no, I'm just I'm not feeling it anymore. I'm just kind of like over the U.S. title scene. People are like, "Oh, this is gonna be a good thing. He's gonna put it on his podcast whenever he does appearances. He's gonna show up with it." Trying to make the the same case, but it's like they put the they put the title on Bad Bunny, the twenty four seven title, but that's the twenty four seven title. Like you can't put these big titles on people that aren't gonna be around all the time, especially on SmackDown, given the fact that you have Roman Reigns who barely shows up as is. So what the fuck are the men doing if they can't challenge for any titles? Having I don't fun. know. <laughs> I don't know. This is why the women thrive on SmackDown and the men just flounder. Reiterating a point that I made earlier. <laughs> I don't watch wrestling because it's popular. I don't care if everyone that watches Logan Paul's show ends up tuning in and becoming a wrestling fan. That's not why I give a fuck about wrestling. The number of people watching the shows that I enjoy do not matter to me. It is the investment. I am not invested in Logan Paul. I am not invested in Logan Paul KO. I'm not invested in Logan Paul KO, Austin Theory, Grayson Waller. I'm not invested. You have not invested in me. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if he brings the belt on a show and how many people fucking tune in. Like, I honestly yes. don't care what they do with that title anymore. <clears throat> um, does your opinion change on Mr. Logan Paul um, now that he has tweeted, we want Cody? No. <laughs> I, I saw that and people were like, what the fuck? The fuck I do I care? Know. He also ran his mouth about, I think, Cody and Punk or Punk and Seth. Uh, it was Seth's Seth. knee and Punk's say, yeah. arm. Punk yeah. and Seth, and I think it's public enemies. They were like, "What are you saying? Fuck me for like, yeah." Because Punk, Punk did nothing wrong. He was like, "I'm just here." The Fifty Cent video was like, "What you mentioning me for?" That's all I That's thought about. That's my favorite video time. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Fuck Logan Paul, Katie, spit or swallow. Yep. yep. Um, what do I have? I'm going to. Swallow uh Dion Perrazzo 
Ty Valkyrie, Tony yep. Storm on commentary, of course. I love that they're actually like, I mean, obviously, Dion is a star. She was in TNA, WWE for a hot minute, has proven herself worthy of titles and the like seven times she's held it or something. I love what they're doing with Tony and Deanna, building on their past. Even though people need a fucking st- fuck off bully race, we got it. They they gave it to bully Ray. Deanna cut a whole vignette about the tattoo and how important it is. And Tony Storm said, "I don't have time for a tattoo." Oh no! See, he was mad because they just showed the tattoo, but we didn't get a, a where or what. Or, he went on and on and like. I thought, first of all, but that was you know, what two weeks ago. It, yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, this week on Wednesday before this match, we had a vignette where Deanna talked about how important the tattoo was, and she's like, what does it mean to you, and told us what it means to her. And then Tony was on commentary, and she goes, I don't have time to talk about a tattoo. I love Tony Storm. Yeah, it's probably not enough for him because he's a piece of shit. Regardless, it was a good match, and it's setting up for Deanna and Tony at Revolution. I don't necessarily know what the plan is. If Deanna's going to take it off Tony. Uh, but regardless, I like both women. I like what we're going to see. Let's Would go. it be too soon to put the title, title on Deanna, especially considering no. how over Tony is? I don't think so. I, I think Tony's think so. character carries without the belt. I don't think the belt defines Tony. I think her having a meltdown not being champion is going to be just as fucking entertaining <laughs> as her being champion with the belt. Oh, her Fair points. Is Fair points. So fun. Oh, it's um, all going to be black and white. It's going to be great. Speaking of what you talked about, the one thing that you didn't mention that I loved is when Tony was on commentary. So last week, <laughs> there was a new guy on commentary, and Tony thought it was Tony Schiavone and yes. was complimenting how much late weight he lost and how good he looked. I don't even remember who the fuck it was. Ian Riccoboni. Sure. <laughs> Trust me. Ricky, R- Ricky Bobby was on commentary, and <laughs> Tony thought it was Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone's back on commentary this week, and she's like, oh, my God, what happened to you in a week? And just, like, <laughs> playing into the whole thing, and I enjoyed the shit out of that. She's – I have her on commentary every week. Like, she doesn't even need to wrestle anymore. Just put her on commentary. Also, Deanna in WWE for a hot minute, Taya in WWE for a hot minute, Tony in WWE for a hot minute, Deanna and Taya for sure in TNA. I don't know if Tony had a – No. Ever ran no. through TNA or not? I don't she think wasn't. So. She wasn't. I think I think Jess is a little delayed. He must have well, yeah, paused the stream at some point. There's a delay. Good night, Tommy. Um, I think yeah, he was no. saying night like, to Allison. Oh, well, that's way I late. Well, I, mean, I guess I maybe don't know. not. It was right maybe after. Just looked at it late. Yeah. Yeah, no. you guys just look at it late. I paid attention. That's why I'm here. Um. <clears throat> yeah, no, I love it. And Deanna got the win over Taya. Yep. Good shit. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming Vince didn't watch AEW because he didn't watch NXT, and he said he was going to watch NXT on Wednesday and didn't get to. So, <laughs> uh, no, I didn't watch AEW at all. Uh, it's kind of hard to like tune in, which is great because I have a lot of news from. Well, not a lot. I didn't love AEW this week, but there's a few things that I appreciated. That was one of them, and I brought it up on the Get Your Podcast. Something else that I really enjoyed from TNA this week. My next swap. TNA. Uh, impact, uh, no, not TNA or impact, TNA. And, uh, <laughs> AEW. That one, well, Are you okay? I, we just talked about we listen, we just talked about how they were in TNA. Deanna's from TNA, first it was Logan Paul, and now it's TNA Impact. Thinking it's AEW, 
Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Getting along, coming out, having a great time. Fathers and sons bonding. We had Austin Gunn trying to do the two words for you. And Billy's like, no, 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 that's my thing. And he's like, we got two words for you. Guns up. Look at daddy. Daddy ass. Getting it, getting along with his children, his adopted children and his children blending properly. He is Jay the, White's out there. He is the anti-Rikishi. He is the anti-Ray Mysterio. Card blades gone. Juice boards here. <laughs> wait, wait. What it. happened to Jay White? No, well, no, no, Jay, Jay White's still, still there. there. Card but blade is gone. Card blade was the cardboard stand-in of Jay White. Oh. That's gone. Oh, so now we have a cardboard standing of Juice Robinson, and that's yes. Juice Board. Yes. Okay. Which is okay. That's which is why I made the joke about Cartista when he asked me if Batista was going to be at the cabin <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. Is Cartista going to be there? Bringing uh, it full circle. That's what we do here. Uh, I love um, it. I love it. Good shit. Yeah, no, I I enjoy Bang Bang Scissor Gang. If you couldn't tell. You just liked it because of the name, and then you like everything they do because it's good content. I mean, everybody loves the acclaimed, and the acclaimed <coughs> is part of it. True. Yeah. That's true. I scissored my daughter on TikTok. Whoa, pause. 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 Caveat. Is that what I said? Okay. <laughs> is that what I said? <laughs> if you're a wrestling fan, you know. If you think it's something dirty, then maybe go watch wrestling. Get your mind out of the fucking gutter. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or also go watch the stuff that we do on Pornhub that has nothing to do with any of what we're talking about now. Yeah. Or if don't. your mind's in the gutter, you can go do that. Or you don't have uh, to. You're not into wrestling. Um. <laughs> you're not into wrestling. Vince, spit or swallow. Um. I think this might be my last spit and or swallow of of the episode, and I'm going to swallow the title match between Gunther and Kofi Kingston. Fucking. Fucking phenomenal. Big Goon can't miss. Kofi Kingston, phenomenal as well. I don't know how I feel about him wrestling in shorts. Like, it's jarring. I don't hate it. I just can't get used to it. I feel like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. I don't like change. Um, But not a good match. Solid match. Again, if anyone's on God mode as a, as a champion in WWE, it's Gunther. And I was kind of hoping after the punk injury that we get Gunther versus Seth for the world title and put that world title on Big Gun. No, no more unifying fucking titles. I no, don't need double no, champions. No, 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 no. Listen, no, I don't need listen. double champions anymore. Fuck that. No, no Look double champion. No double champion. He dropped the title before going after Seth. No. I won many events. Big Goon, IC title champion, champion forever. <sighs> So he never gets to be world champion? No. <laughs> Hi, Tori. Thanks for tuning in. Um, most of the wrestlers I've met were at conventions. Uh, I did randomly meet Mickey James at a signing at a music festival. Um, she was there with uh, Kenny from the Spirit Squad, so I got to meet both of them. And I got to meet uh, Ron Simmons, Farouk, uh, backstage. I've got a picture with me and Travis and Farouk. We just ran into him backstage when we were going out to concessions at, I think, a Raw in Rockford, Illinois. Or maybe it was a house show. But, no, cool as shit. Um, no real stories. I mean, like like I said, I, I met a lot of them at conventions. Uh, Bret Hart, Ric Flair, Lita. Um, all really fucking cool people. Real nice. I met Cody Rhodes. You met Cody Rhodes? Yeah. When he was still in AW, Cody Rhodes. Back in Vince Grope CM Punk. I 
saw CM Punk walk past me while I was uh, setting up the patio over in Wicker Park in Chicago. Um, I also met CM Punk, I mean, uh, Cody Rhodes, back when he was in Bullet Club in an ROH show. Um, I had this moment at IHOP following, I think, an ROH show or an all, or all in where uh, my ringtone at the time was One Love um, by, I think, The Outfield. If you guys never heard the song, I'll play it after the show. But it played loud as fuck, and my phone was charging in the booth next uh, across from us because I couldn't charge my phone otherwise. And the booth right next to where my phone was charging had um, what's the announcer for uh, for AEW? Which which one? The the ring announcer. The oh, uh, Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts was there with Tommy Dreamer, and I forget who else. Just chilling at our IHOP, and then my phone goes off, playing the song, and I have to go over there to grab my phone and be like, I'm sorry. I put it back, and then while the rest of my friends are laughing at me because they called my phone on purpose so that it ring so I can have a moment there. Two quick stories, because Vince reminded me of one, and then I looked up, and I was like, oh, wow, I'm a fucking idiot. Um, CM Punk, I did meet at a signing. I had a friend who had told me that he was CM Punk's cousin. So when I went up to CM Punk, this was post-WWE, just before his first UFC fight. I have a signed picture, UFC CM Punk picture, because I had faith that he was going to be good, and I was very wrong. Um, (laughs) So I got the CM Punk UFC picture instead of a wrestling picture, and I is what it is. Um, I go up, and I'm like, oh, hey, I know so-and-so. And he just looked at me, and he goes, oh, okay, good for you. No idea who the fuck I was talking about, even though this dude told me he was CM Punk's cousin. And then when I went back to him and I was like, hey, so Punk had no idea who the fuck you are. He goes, oh, that's because he's on my mom's side and he doesn't recognize her married name. I'm like, I think you're full of shit. Uh, Neither here nor there. The really (laughs) cool story. uh, I had been playing Xbox with a buddy of mine uh, for about a year we were talking about our, our fandoms, my me being a wrestling fan, us both being horror fans. He was shooting a horror movie down in Austin, Texas. He invited me and my friend John to come down and check out the filming of the movie. Kevin Nash was in the movie. You can actually go to IMDb and look up the association with Kevin Nash in it. You scroll way down to like minion number four. It says Matt Ritter. I got an IMDb credit for it because they actually put me in the movie. And one of the things that I got from the movie, outside of being able to sit down with Kevin Nash for like half an hour and just talk to him, is Kevin Nash and me from a movie that never got released and no one will ever see. (laughs) Which is so so cool. Cool shit. And he he still remembers me when I see him at conventions every now and then. That's fucking awesome. And my wife calls him Uncle Kevin, but he doesn't know that, so... (laughs) I've met a lot of I've met a lot of people, but I'm not gonna tell any of the stories because it's gonna take too much time. Yeah, we Jamie does seem really cool for a post show. I love Jamie Hater. No, but that was Vince. That was my last one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Spitter Swallow. Um, I'm I'm going to swallow Electra Lola, NXT, Lola Vice, winning. Sending Electra away. Well, I mean, she's going to SmackDown regardless, but like it was a good way to like solidify it. Lola Vice. Lobos. 
she was sick and tired of Electra riding her coattails and she was the hot new thing and all that. And I thought he just like fully left out crazy. Um, <laughs> but I like, I like the fact that they did that and that showed Lola can actually like, you know, hold her own and do her own thing. So I'm, I'm going to swallow it because women. I'm with you. I had it on my list too. Um, a, we needed to transition Electra to the main roster. Exactly. While putting over Lola mm-hmm. as the Latina. She has that contract. Which has me so intrigued when she's going to cash that in. Maybe tomorrow? Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Um, I got one thing from SmackDown, one thing from Dynamite, two things from NXT, and I mean... We kind of talked about Bailey and everything, but we didn't really talk about on Raw. We didn't get into mm-hmm. like how Nia came out and basically punked Bailey out and said, Rhea's mine, find someone else. And Bailey's like, I was gonna make that decision on SmackDown anyway. See, see, <laughs> see, see you Friday. <laughs> Crazy. We, we talked about how it played out. So yeah. Um <clears throat> I'll I'll finish SmackDown. Uh B Fab showed up, joined the Almighty Prophets, because we're not calling them anything else around here nope. to Almost because they still have Paul Ellering, almost even the odds uh, against uh, the final test. Yeah. Because who else who are you going to bring in? Like, I have uh, no idea. I was going to say Stokely MVP, but it's in AEW, so no. MVP. MVP's got almost. They can bring in Omas. Hell no. <laughs> What's wrong with Omas? Are you not an Omas sapien? So then what are is Karrion Cross gonna go get Braun Strowman whenever he's healthy to even yeah, obviously obviously now we're, adding, now we're adding too many people. We just need one. We just need a <laughs> no, no, managerial be... member. They're gonna be uh, like we were, bolts at a certain point. We were supposed to get a six-man tag team match, it went to a no contest, but BFAB did show up. Join the Almighty Prophets. So now we've got Karrion Cross, the AOP, and Scarlet, and then Bobby Lashley, the Street Prophets, and B-Fab. Nice to see them doing something with her. Um, nice to see they paid kinda... off the, the interactions with Bobby Lashley. Yes, that too. Mm-hmm. See, you get invested, you need to pay it off. Very simple formula. Crazy concept. Um, Vince is done, right? I finished. I, I finished already. Katie, spit or swallow. I'm spitting. Which one do I spit? Uh, everything Chris Jericho. I don't know why the fuck he's still on TV. Um, beating younger guys who, especially one who's a champion. Um, he's like a Ring of Honor champion. I think I don't, I don't remember. But beating Kyle Fletcher and still feuding with Don Callis. I'm over that shit fully and wholeheartedly. I don't know why we need that. And if he beats Takeshita next week, then what are we even doing? Send his old ass packing to the fucking gutters where he belongs and we can move on with our lives. Agreed. Just keeps adding like negative stain marks on him in his career as a person. Like he's a piece of shit. He, he, like I can't watch it. Like if Vince McMahon was on TV, or if or, or for anyone that was mentioned, I would not be watching. I'd be like, okay, tune out. Both of you two assume I actually watch the match. It's just on in the background. I kind of just go on TikTok. 
Speaking of AEW, my last swallow for AEW, uh, mustachioed Adam Page has his eyes set on the title and gets to pick Swerve's opponent tonight. Swerve also got to pick his. Swerve picked uh, Toa Leona to wrestle Adam Page. Page got the win. Adam Page picked RVD as Swerve's opponent. Swerve got the win. Hook comes out, wipes out Brian Cage because Brian Cage thought he was going to get involved. And Hook's like, fuck that. Uh, Hangman then comes out and confronts Swerve to tell him uh, he will never let Swerve win that title. And Swerve reminds him uh, who won their last encounter and that page and his mustache doesn't. I love that he's kind of embraced like I'm a cowboy. Now he's starting to look even more like a cowboy with the mustache. Yeehaw, bitch. Yeehaw, bitch. Assless chat. I'm not doing that, right? All right, enough of that. (laughs) Speaking of that, uh, Kate just played me this country song that I need to send you that'll fits right in with your assless chaps narrative so i think i already know what song it is <laughs> i think Was I it two british guys listening to it and then reading the lyrics back afterwards oh no i i know i think i know the song but that wouldn't surprise okay. me if it's a country song i probably won't like it oh come no, it's on a great country song. it's great i like my favorite nice- country my favorite country song is old town road That that, that that tells you everything. You gotta Don't take you? your horse to the old town road. Uh Katie, yeah. spit or swallow. What the fuck? Um <laughs> I'm gonna stick a little bit with uh AW. I watched Collision. I know, look at me go. I'm so proud of myself. That's because last week I didn't get the chance to because we're on I was too depressed from last night to watch any wrestling today. That's fair. That's very fair. I would be too. Um, but we got Eddie Kingston, who's like a, a champion of three different things, taking on the bounty hunter Brian Keith with the pants up to the chest. Hell of a match. And then, rightfully so, Brian Keith gets his all elite wrestling graphic, and that's fucking cool. And they were in Texas, and you know, cowboys and bounty hunters. Yeah. Now I need Hangman. Uh, Bounty Hunter and Bandito as Frankie. a trio. I need the okay. three of them because you know, like cowboys and shit, it'd be great. All, all three in chaps because all chaps are assless. All three in bandanas, cowboy hats, and chaps. Okay, all I like that. Chaps. I like that idea a lot, especially with Bandito I'll, in there. I'm not taking credit for it. I've seen it all over Twitter. Really? I don't remember what the name of it is, but yeah, yeah, people want them three of them to be a fucking. Oh, the good, the bad, and the something. But I can't remember what the third one is. The good, the bad, and the musty? Musty? We're not talking about which, Valhalla. Which one's musty? Choose your words carefully. Hangman? Hangman's musty? I feel like I Hangman would be a little musty. Especially All of this talk mustard. about wanting to see this man's asshole, and now he's musty. <laughs> Listen, after after seeing that mustache, I don't want to see anything from Hangman. I've turned away on Hangman. He's he hasn't given me what I want. Watch AEW. I've turned kind of like I did with The Rock versus Roman Reigns. After so long of not getting what you want, you just kind of gave up and said, "Fuck it." Thank you. Yes, it's like what's what's even the point? He could they can give me the assless chap Hangman tomorrow, and I won't care anymore. It's like you waited too late. I don't care anymore. He's, you know why? You know why? Because other wrestlers are doing it. Uh, EO Sky. We we talked about Bailey. I forgot to mention EO Sky looked amazing too. EO Sky looked amazing too. 
there's there's no question they they always do what the fuck um who's the one that did assless chops oh Rhea Rhea did assless chops after I saw that I didn't need anything else come after my woman I will end you I'm not coming after her she's not you know who else got ended Dragon Lee got ended on NXT (laughs) next swallow Obafemi came out and swatted that man like a fucking fly just out of the air wrecked him aggressive unnecessary I mean, kind of necessary. Accepted the challenge against Dragon Lee for the match at Vengeance mm-hmm. Day that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee's fantastic, but and he sold his ass off because that looked like it fucking hurt, and that made Oba look like a fucking like the fucking beast that he is, not a fucking beast, the beast that he is. Oba Femi is amazing. So much so that he joined our meeting men invitational and get show during the sweaty session. He was one of my early picks. He's been so impressive. They've done such a good job at building him up as a legit threat to everyone. Go check out just Vince and a very special guest in the meeting men's invitational. It's uh it's, it's, it's something that you have in the closet where you hang clothes on. That's the only oh, fucking of course. <laughs> Any more spits or swallows, Katie? Uh, I have a few. How many also, who else do you expect to talk about big, meaty men slapping meat? Of course. It's you need you need an expert on meaty men slapping their meat. Which, they haven't made a cameo on here in so long, and I think the world has been okay. I mean, listen, if you want Don't some meat slapping majesty... If you want some meat slapping no. majesty, no, uh-uh. don't put him on, Katie. Katie, you do it to yourself. You do it to yourself. You didn't have, have to we titled it. an episode "Meat Slapping Majesty" yet? No, majesty? I don't think so. I don't think the word "majesty" has ever been in the title. Hold up. I'm, I'm gonna write that down. I don't know. I had swallowing signees slash swallowing signings because I don't know which one you wanted. Okay, uh, we are like Arby's. We have the meats. Wait, Shout you said meat Justin. slapping majesty. 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 Okay, because I had written down going in the back door because uh, I think Taekwon wrote it down. And I wrote it uh, in the comments. Uh, yeah, going in the back door. And then the other one is you cucked my Cody, <laughs> which is my personal favorite right now, <laughs> is you cucked my Cody. Chai meat packing district. No, I'm on the show. That's not the title. And no, you, and then just not swallow. here. Um, swallowing. Um, Will Nightingale, Queen Aminata on Rampage. I also watch Rampage. I know. Look at me go. Also, this is for the people who say we don't talk about AEW enough. Uh, we had this conversation a few weeks ago, and I kind of felt bad, so I made sure to talk about AEW. Um. So that that match was great, of course. Uh, and Queen Amanada had a fantastic match against Serena Deeb tonight on Collision. I'm waiting for her to get her graphic because she rightfully deserves it. And she's continuously showed out on all three AEW shows. Ladies and gentlemen, finally the rack has come back. How you doing, Bestie? I agree with you. I agree with everything you say. You're my favorite person in the whole wide world, Bestie Katie. Uh, yes. 
uh, Queen Amanada and all that. Uh, glad you were watching the AEWs and support the AEW fans that listen to the SmackDown Raw podcast. Um, listen, uh, there are two things that the Rack is an expert in. Uh, man meat, uh, especially the big meaty man meat, and uh, crazy. And uh, speaking of that, the last swallow that that idiot Matt Ritter had written down on his la- list is the crazy. Uh, Tatum is in love with uh, Lyra Valkyria. So much so that she is speaking to pictures of her and Lyra as if she's talking to actual people. Lyra catches this woman just like having conversations with herself and everything. Lyra's like, hey, listen, uh, like you stole my gear last week. That wasn't really cool. I wasn't planning on like that whole thing. Can I have my clothes back? Uh, preferably washed um, if you haven't been sniffing them. Um, she wants to fight Lyra's fights for her. She's like, listen, you don't need to defend your championship. I'll go out there and I'll just beat up everybody before they get a chance to get with you, starting with Roxanne. And Lyra's like, I don't think that's necessary. Like, I like to wrestle. I would like to have matches. Can you please not do that? Like, no, no, no. Tatum's like, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Then she goes out. She has her match with Roxanne Perez. We know how that goes. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, Roxanne Tatum was a fun match. Uh, Tatum is the kind of crazy that Katie says you are not supposed to put your penis inside. However, uh, the rack recommends that the best place to put your penis is inside the crazy. Yeah. We're going to have differing agreements about that. Always. You know what? Is it the best decision you can make long-term? No. Is it the best decision in the moment? Yes. Listen, Vince, um, (laughs) as someone, the rack has put his meat inside. Uh, I, I would have to agree in the moment. Great decision. Long term, this has been a terrible situation. Anyways, I stand by the fact don't stick your dick in crazy. Regardless, um, I love everything Roxanne, Tatum, Lyra. And after the match, Roxanne started beating the shit out of Tatum. Lyra saved her. And now <laughs> Tatum's tweets are the funniest fucking things in the world. She's like, she cares about me. She saved me. You all saw that. And like last week, Lyra blocked her on everything. It's <laughs> perfect. It's the modern day even though it was like not that that long ago, like the modern day Mickey Trish. That is correct. And we all know what happened with Mickey and Trish. So uh, fingers crossed for Vengeance Day. All right. Katie, is there anything else that you would like to uh, put in or spit out of your mouth? <laughs> I don't like the way you phrased that. Um... Because I feel like I need to every show. Uh, I'm swallowing Trick Mellow Gang, defeating LWO to get into the finals of the Dusty Classic, take on the, the Wolf Dogs, you know, for Braun Breaker. Um, Mellow is so, he's such a gaslighting girl boss, it's not okay. I need him to chill because I already know. He's going to fucking cost Trick tomorrow. And when I come on the show next week, I'm going to be sad. And I'm not going to want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it on my own show. But see, Katie, this is okay. Because then when Damian Priest cashes in the money in the (laughs) bank on Dragunov, it is not taken away from Trick Trick Williams' win. Like, Trick will already have lost because Mello screwed him. We can move on to that feud. And Dragunov can lose his belt to Damian Priest. Uh, I believe that is a discussion y'all had. So, like, this all works out perfectly. But, like, I don't want them to break up. 
It's gonna happen, Katie. I don't care. I don't. Well, I mean, if I get the one-on-one at Sand Deliver, I'm kind of okay with that because, like, I'm actually officially going to Sand Deliver now. So, like, I'll be down. But like, I'm gonna be sad about it while I'm just sitting there filming it, crying, having a great time, but also hating my life. <laughs> at least that story's getting finished. Maybe. Listen, I, I am a huge fan of uh, the Trick Mellow, mostly because uh, every time he comes out, I hear the crowd chant "Whoop that dick." And uh, nope. that is something Long that the ra- what no, <laughs> no, that's exactly what they chant. That's no, they, exactly they whoop they that dick, whoop no. that dick. I hear no. it every single time, Katie. What are you talking no, about? No, I think, I think, no, I, I think, hear um, it every single time. Too, a little fucked up. Listen, uh, I know whoop that dick is the official week. slogan of the Smack and Raw podcast, as per the rack. If whoop that, if, if you see any, if you see any one of us out in public, I need you to chant whoop that dick. As you see us, loud as <laughs> shit, pump your fist, not at whoop me. that dick, whoop that, you episode title, whoop that dick. I'm, I already wrote it down. The rat commands it. You say that shit to me, dick punched. You, If you chant whoop that dick, she will whoop that dick. See, it, this is listen, perfect. Listen. Don't stop. Listen. It is whoop that dick, not whip that dick. So don't whip your dick at us. But that is you, correct. No, you chant whoop that dick. Now that is whip. a chant. Which is the basically smacking it raw in and of itself. I shouldn't have fucking said anything. Would you like me to bestie if, listen? Would you like me to leave? No, no, like, no, no. Finish the show. Matt, I guess my fun back afterwards. Fun, stay. Well, I, okay, Vince, uh, what was your favorite porno you watched this week? Uh <laughs> It's hard to say because I only really watched Raw and SmackDown and I didn't really like what happened on SmackDown, but I didn't really overly enjoy it. I'm going to say Raw by default. Okay. Uh, Katie, for you? NXT. Was there a lot of DP on NXT? I know that is your favorite thing. Don't fucking say that ever again. I, sorry. I, DDP, not DP. Sorry. Was DDP on NXT? No. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Anyway, uh, I am also going to go with NXT. DDP was it, on the Royal Rumble. SmackDown was like right there until the finish. And listen, if you're not going to give me a good, solid money shot to close the show, then I cannot uh, endorse the show. So, uh, because I did not get that money shot at the end of SmackDown, we are going NXT. Um, also, for those of you listening, if you did not check out the episode that that idiot Matt Ritter and uh, Laura Cusselot, Travis Pointer did of the AVN Awards. Officially, DDP stands for Double Dildo Penetration. Um, and that is when you take a double-sided dildo. And anyway. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Katie. Yo. Can you please uh, plug it, plug yourself for everyone uh, watching? I'm sure they would enjoy that. That is things people like is getting no, I think you they plug like that yourself. Um, and they don't deserve that. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter, KateRassin13, like Jeremy Bodsick, Alvin Sheely Showcase, twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase, and youtube.com slash Sheely Showcase if I can fucking talk. Um, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern ish. Uh, we will have a special guest on with us this week. I won't tell you who. You have to watch and fucking find out. Is it me? No. How do I do? <laughs> First, listen, she said special, Vince, not special ed. This is a whole different conversation. Oh, my um, God. The most special guest that the Sheely Showcase has ever had is the Rack, so obviously I am coming back. Uh, no, it's not you either. 
Well, that is disrespectful. <laughs> Almost as disrespectful as I just was to Vince. That is, anyway. Uh, Vince, being that you are a fan of the assless chaps and you are wearing pajama pants, this should be easy for you. Please plug yourself. Uh, yes, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SESVince. Link tree in my bio takes you to all content that I produce. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Like, comment, subscribe, bell notifications over there at youtube.com slash SESVince. I recently just did a video episode talking about the NBA All-Stars. So if you like basketball, <laughs> me and Bashar were there. Also, I think I'm frozen. So there's that. Uh, check out the Get Your Podcast, like we have already stated, at Get Your Pod. On Instagram and Twitter, go ahead and look look all that up. But yeah, linktree.coms, linktree slash SES Vince. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you thought that was entertaining, where Vince just like was speaking but his lips was not moving, you should see when he bends over and uses anyway. Um, Sir, you can follow that idiot Matt Ritter if you want. I don't know why you would want to waste your time, but if you want to waste your time, it is that Matt Ritter uh, at M A T T R I double dick E R. Uh, also, uh, getting off, I guess him and Katie are going to do a show tomorrow that the Rack didn't get invited to, which is some bullshit. But uh, that, that is for the horror content. Matt Ritter is for the wrestling content. And then uh, Smacking the Raw, all of the content that does not feature the Rack, so it's not as entertaining as it should be. Uh, that is that Smacking the Raw on everything else that is a social thing that you can look up. So uh, go follow all that stuff. Um, for Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe, my bestie, uh, the reigning defending porn up poppy for at least another six months. Uh, I am the rack uh, alternate per- personality of the warden Matt Ritter, who is an idiot. And uh, this has been the number one wrestling podcast on places where you can watch me masturbate.